Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. This is the item uh, that I gave that little warning about. Because the Late Late Toy Show is such a huge cultural phenomenon, and I know, you're probably thinking, why is this an item I don't want the kids to listen to? Trust me, see where I'm going with this. Anyway, the Late Late Toy Show is a huge cultural phenomenon, and it has a direct effect on television viewing habits that night. And it also has an influence online too. It's the night when the fewest number of Irish people look at Pornhub. The website has just released figures on pornography viewing habits in Ireland. Dr Caroline West has been perusing the figures. Afternoon, Caroline. Hi, Sean. How are you? Now, we, I suppose in Ireland, we like to think, you know, we punch above our weight in so many areas of life in in porn viewing. Would that be the same? Uh, Yeah, we have very uh, specific tastes shall we say, when it comes to things like porn. So, yeah, Pornhub released all, all their latest stats for Irish porn viewing. And let's just say there are some um, very niche interests out there, I think. Yes. <laughs> but, but say, do they release a, a total figure in the sense of, you know, five million people are watching this much porn? And where does that put us kind of in a global ranking? They have done before. Yeah, Ireland has historically been up there in, in the ranks. Like we've been in the top 10 before, oh. um, which is not bad for a small little country, I suppose. Um, and the average viewing time is generally around nine minutes-ish. So which probably isn't that surprising. It's enough time to find what you want, do what you're going to do, and then log off. So right. people aren't browsing for hours and hours and hours. Okay, nine minutes. Uh, and is that Would that be the same internationally as well? Do they have... It's a weird thing to have figures on, but okay. Um, we, are, so are we, are we about the same as everyone else in the nine minutes category? Pretty much, yeah. There have been some countries that have been about five minutes, but generally it's about nine minutes, I suppose, which, you know, again, it, it makes kind of sense, but it also makes you a little bit sad. It's like, is that all you're you're giving to yourself in this, this moment? It's, you know, is it always a quickie or can you not treat yourself a little bit more and have a few more minutes to yourself? But apparently uh, nine minutes is a consistent time around the world. Right. Okay. Now, the, the, in, so they also release figures on what are the most popular search terms. And, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, now people would probably know what MILF is, lesbian threesome, um, and JOI. I, uh, what is JOI? JOI, I'm not sure on that one. Um, <laughs> it might be maybe OnlyFans or something like that on that maybe, one. But yeah. there's so many terms, and this is, I suppose, the joy of sexuality that it just changes so much all the time. And even you know, as niche as it gets. I mean, Kilkenny a couple of years ago were really into British porn for some reason and now they were looking up handjob and Sligo has taken on British porn. So, you know, and uh, the change, the terms change all the time and language is, is such a movable thing in the world of sexuality. And I think, you know, that's where it gets really interesting. I think Carlo were the romantics this year. They were looking up marriage, which is oh. sweet in some way. I is suppose. there so, like marriage yeah. porn? Is that is that a thing? Obviously, it is a thing. It must be. Yeah. Well, there's you know, there's sometimes there's married couples um, submitting their own content, so people are preferring that kind of user generated or else it's you know a, a wedding fantasy kind of porn thing, um, which is really interesting. But we do differ from a lot of the American trends that are out there. So a lot of the American trends are about stepdaughter and stepbrother and stepmom and kind of Ooh. verging on incesty kind of thing. But like we haven't had that. There's not that many searches for that, which is interesting and I'm sure it says something on a psychological level about either us or them I suppose. Yeah they, but and they do as you say they do give this county by county breakdown 
Uh, it's odd how various it is. Do you necessarily yeah. trust that? Uh, I think, you know, maybe it's like three people in Sligo maybe Googling British porn and then yes. it's kind of, you know, impacted <laughs> the statistics or something. But it is interesting to see for such a small island that there are those different tastes out there. And that's, again, why it's fun studying this area because it's so varied and you think you heard it all and then you haven't. Like you just said JOI and I'm like, I, that's my first time hearing that because it just, there's there's something new all the time and yeah. new fetishes coming up. And well, I'm able to tell you, Caroline, content. the crack research team were able to find out what JOI stands for. It stands for jerk off instructions. Why you oh, would need God. instructions to do that, <laughs> I, I, I do not know. But uh, uh, well, that's a very specific kink thing where somebody's telling you how to do it and you have to follow their instructions and stuff. So again, there's something out there for everybody. Yeah, that's a kind of a how-to uh, kind of a thing, yeah. really. Yes. Yeah. The, the, the um, Is there a gender breakdown on this? Not as much. I don't think they've gone into it as much, but they used to show that women actually were, were not far off men in, in using the site. But again, you know, that's really hard to tell because people use VPNs and stuff to access porn sometimes. So it's kind of hard to tell those kind of basic demographics. But, you know, sometimes women will use those free tube sites, but other times they'll go on to more subscription sites. So like porn for women, ethical porn, feminist porn things like that. So there's a little bit of a difference in, in the kind of content um, that, that is consumed. So, you know, couples porn, things like that. So it would generally tend to be a bit more equal, I suppose, than some of the Pornhub stuff, which is can be quite rough and violent and misogynistic at times. Obviously not all of it, but mm. far too much of it. So the, like Pornhub stats, then we can take are largely aimed at men, would it be? Would it be straight men? Is there a lot of gay yeah. porn there at all? Yeah, no, the gay porn is kind of more on different websites or different niches on, on Pornhub. So that's it's predominantly um, straight people, yeah. straight men in particular, which are the biggest consumers, you know, and, and biggest audiences for porn. But like women are definitely changing that. And, you know, for years it was like, women don't watch porn. Women don't really have a sex drive. Women don't like sex. And it's like, no, that's definitely not true um, on any count. So, you know, it's interesting to see they just consume different content sometimes. Yeah, well, I suppose, yeah, the context might be quite different uh, for uh, the way a woman might view it as as opposed to a man uh, views it. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think like sometimes, you know, I I just came back from a porn film festival in Berlin, which is an interesting part of my life. But lots of the, the porn there aimed at women. There was laughter in it and like silliness and giggles and connection. And it's like you don't see that in a lot of the straight porn, which is all very serious and silent and doesn't look as fun sometimes so the element of fun you know that's in real life sex so why don't we show that on screen a lot more so I think women respond to different different I suppose mediums and context yeah it is interesting though that one of the most googles or one of the most searched terms was lesbian uh, and that straight men really like looking at lesbian sex even though it was something by definition that would exclude them yeah, but on the flip side of that, a lot of women watch gay male porn. Mm. So they watch it without any women as well. So it's something about curiosity sometimes of like, what do lesbians really do or what do gay men really do? And sometimes it's like, I get two of the same thing that I like, you know, so it's, it can be as simple as that sometimes or just a general curiosity or voyeurism or something like that. So if you're really into whatever Jen Taylor you're really into, like having multiple of those. You know, it's not a bad thing for some people. Right. OK. And generally speaking, I mean, and, and it seems like you know, in Ireland we watch as much porn as, uh, as uh, anywhere else. Is that 
by definition a healthy thing? Does it have a slightly disturbing aspect to it? It really depends, I suppose, on how you're watching it. I mean, if you eat McDonald's all day long, it might have a negative impact. If you're watching porn all day long, it might have a negative impact. But once in a while, or if you have, you know, a healthy attitude, that's going to change things. So if you have a good understanding of consent and sexual pleasure and equality and how to treat other people with respect, then you might look at some of the porn and go, oh, I don't like that kind of porn. So there's nothing wrong with like people looking at other people having sex, but sometimes the reality of that is not as nice. It can be kind of violent and misogynistic. And it depends on what messages we have as well in society. So if you grow up in a really misogynistic society, of course, the porn you see will kind of reflect that as well. So um, internationally, like where there's been good sex education and good consent education, people look at porn and go, well, that's not realistic. Like that's, not great or they might seek out um you know maybe feminist porn or couples porn which tends to be a little bit more softer and equal so it really does depend and it's never as simple as like you know does porn cause xyz because no one just consumes porn like no one sits in a room and watches porn 24 7 Mm. Um, and maybe if they did they might need to seek some help perhaps on that but like we consume so many different forms of media with so many different messages about sex about women about men about pleasure and all those things so we need to take that into context as well and would would the content on Pornhub would that tend to be at the if you like nastier end of things I'd personally say it's not so great sometimes um, because it's free and, you know, they they chop up um, bigger films and put it together to make, you know, a five minute film. Um, And, and, you know, like a lot of the consent is is kind of taken out of it as well. So that all happens off screen as well. So you just get this five minute seamless thing. So it's just, yeah, like it could be a lot better. Um, And I think like it is changing, I think. um, But again, it depends, you know, it really depends on who the user base is and is there more demand for it. But I think as we move forward into a more equal society, there will be more of a demand for like, quote unquote, better porn that's more reflective of real life sexuality and not as um, not as violent and as gross sometimes. Yeah. Uh, apparently Waterford's into pegging. Uh, I don't know what that is either. Uh, do you, Caroline? <laughs> Um, pegging is um, when I'm uh, gritting my teeth when, now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be, I'll be comfortable yeah. how I say this. Um, it's it's when um, a woman will generally wear a strap-on dildo and penetrate a man um, in his anus. So that's apparently really, really common. But because men don't talk about it so much, or they think, oh, that means I'm gay, and um, they they have shame around it, and they think, oh, this impacts my sexuality, and all it means is you have a body part that gives you pleasure. That's all it means, you know. So, yeah, maybe something's going on in Waterford. They're having, the men are having a great time down okay. there. So, uh, more well, power to them. If any of our Waterford listeners uh, would like to kind of uh, <laughs> phone in and explain themselves, that would be a welcome to take their call. Dr. Caroline West is a sex educator and host of the Glow West podcast. Caroline, thanks a million. Thanks so much, Sean. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2 p.m. On News Talk.